We are back again. It's Maiden A to Z with a guest in the studio this time. Welcome here, Christian. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a nice and gloomy, typical November day, I guess. Very gloomy. Yes, it is. But uh, we're at least on a, on a fun intenary for this day. Totally. Yeah. yeah, we're still on the A's, uh, and this is the last episode we record in this batch. And it's a special one. It's uh, on Adrian's solos this time. Yes. Yes. It's an honor to to play some of his stuff. And also, today is a very special day because I think it was either the 13th of November or the 14th of November in 1986 that I saw Maiden for the first time on the oh, Summer in oh, Time wow. tour. Really? At, yeah, at Hovet in uh, Stockholm. Nice. And yeah. do you have, do you, how was your recollections from that? It was incredible. And it was, uh, you remember if it was good sounding and everything? Because it was made way more raw back then, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think my, my memories are probably very tainted uh, from being like uh, 14 years old and the first time I uh, was in the front row, like mm. headbanging and fist pumping to Maiden and uh, it was just an ecstatic experience. That's, oh. uh, that's I can remember. The sound, I can't remember that much, but I have some bootlegs from that tour and uh, th that sound actually sounds pretty good, so... Yeah, because yeah. it's one of the less documented tours, yes. unfortunately. Sadly. Yeah, Everyone wants bad, to... Yeah experience more from the Somewhere on Tour, Somewhere in Time World Tour. I just looked up on uh, setlist.fm and it was the 14th. It was, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. so it's cool. It's cool because we had a drummer guest last week and he, he was on the anniversary of his first time seeing Maiden in okay. 1990. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, nice. Which was exactly 10 years, no, 20 years, no, 30 years. 30 ago. years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we're old. Yeah, we are old. <laughs> So that's about it. And Christian, yeah. maybe uh, some quick words on your on your uh, musical activities, like uh, bands and such. Like, yeah. When I got to know you, it was uh, you played with Therion, yeah. and then I know since then it's been bands like Demonoid, for example. Yeah. And currently focusing on Sorcerer, right? Yeah, that's true. Sorcerer is my main, definitely my main gig right now. With a new album, yeah. fairly new. Yeah, we we released it in May, end of May this year, and uh, hoped to do some touring, but uh, of course we never. Never did, as did nobody else, <laughs> because yeah, yeah. of Corona. Right. Um, yeah, so it's called uh, Lamenting of the Innocent, if you want to check it out. It's uh, like sort of epic doom, but mixed with um, uh, some heavy metal influences and some post-metal, I think I read in some uh, interviews and some reviews. Yeah, and you can't say it, but I can. It's also full of cool guitar solos. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah we're two players, me and Peter. Worth so. checking out. Oh. And then we have also, Thanks. your brother is also active in the music scene. You're kind of like the... Vinnie yeah. Paul and, and Dimebag Darren <laughs> yeah. of, of southern Stockholm suburbs. Yeah, except on a doggy's level. <laughs> <laughs> but you won the money. Yeah. Also like album ready now with a new yeah. band, right? Yeah, with, with uh, yeah, he's releasing... Um, with Fredrik Hawk and also yeah. Gidon. You know Gidon, right, Eric? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, we, we have a project together as well. Yeah, oh, really? So, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, it's called uh, Dr. Uh, Hollingshead, it's called. Hollingshead, yeah. 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 And he's he, also, uh, I think, they're recording right now with his other band, with the Evergrey, his main, main band. 
they've got a, I think they might have an album coming out pretty soon next year, I think. Yeah, because they've been recording. I think they're just they just seem to be done from what I can gather from their social media. So they should be should be coming out pretty soon, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. I have the I have the actually I I have the record at home on my hard drive. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to Holling's head as, as well with yeah. Fredrik Hake on drums. Yeah, uh, the brother of yeah. and the Dr. other Carl, <laughs> Doctor Carl on keyboards. Doctor Carl on keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean keyboards in heavy metal. Also, I love that since I'm a huge yeah. Deep Purple fan, right? It's uh, one of the big bands. Yeah. Also for Maiden and also for Adrian Smith. Sure. His topic. He was a huge Blackmore fan. Yeah. But I always found his tone more Michael Schenker-ish. Ooh, what would you say that's there? Nice. Yeah, I would. I would agree. He's. Uh, yeah, I think he's so. I mean, compared to Dave's, at least. I mean, it was it was more uh, more controlled, more midi, more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What would you say, Eric? Or would you chime in on the different guitar tones and lead work and Maiden? I, I, I agree. I agree with the Schenker. Uh, Comment, but he always says he's always been very. Um, um, he's a very, very distinct kind of tone. Like, like, like some people, like a lot of guitarists, it feels like from that era, kind of sound similar to me. But he always had a very, very distinct kind of feel and sound. You can always tell, even like on the Bruce Bruce's solo stuff, it became so apparent when he was, you know, when he put his uh, when it was him playing and anyone else. So, yeah, he's he's. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, you know, um, I'll. Uh, we I all love the guy. Got, uh, I, I got yeah. lost. Just I was, I was, I was actually. Well, I kept, I got lost in my thoughts because I was looking at the Sorcerer album here on Spotify, okay. and I was I, the, uh, the the I got the uh, the cover art was so cool. I kind of got got distracted for a bit. That's <laughs> so, nice. That's good. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool cover art. It's released on New Club Blast, isn't it? Uh, Metal Blade. Metal Blade. Yeah. Even better. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. We, yeah. It's a good label. We're happy with them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, I think uh, we're on today's topic already a little bit there yeah. with Adrian's leads and how we kind of figure out uh, the presentation of this particular special is that uh, Christian is going to bring out solos and play them. The guitar is plugged in, sound checked and ready. There we go. Yeah. Do you hear it, Eric? I can hear it. All right. Perfect. And then we, we, we should try and guess, right? It's more fun that way. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. you can or, do that. Yeah, Absolutely. So, like, it's going to be a few of Adrian's solos. Yeah. And, uh, my my, uh, my thing was uh, I've uh, taken one solo from each record, and then I'm, I'm counting from Killers up to uh, Seven Sun, because mm-hmm. that's that's my maiden period, you know? I, I yeah. stopped listening after, uh, you know, I heard uh, Holy Smoke from uh, No Prayer for the Dying, and uh, not Adrian anymore. <laughs> so I, I sort of lost interest. Yeah, 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 it could happen. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Before I realized that, now we should also address the first time you saw them was somewhere in time. Yes, but when was when was the first time you heard? Uh, my maiden story is probably. I mean, it's a bit cloudy because I'm old, uh, and back then when I was, you know, discovering maiden, I, I can't remember exactly this, the chronology. But I think my first uh, encounter with maiden was seeing the Killers cover at, at uh, Dumus. When mm-hmm. I was a kid in, uh, yeah, in Tirsa, I think it was. And I just saw the picture of, uh, you know, the killers and was just amazed because it was scary and it's awesome at the same time. And I couldn't pronounce the band name. I had no idea what it said. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I could only, I, saw, I saw, maybe saw Iron and then it was just, ah, I was lost. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. And then, um, then my cousin, for some reason, had, uh, I think he had the first album on cassette. Uh, and then, yeah, because I remember standing uh, one summer, must have been around 81, so I was 10 years old. Uh, one summer we were, uh, 
you know, uh, standing in his uh, bedroom on the bed, jumping up and down, listening to Running Free and, uh, you know, all those great <laughs> songs from the first album, you know. Um, That's perfect. Yeah. A, cous a cousin, right? Huh? A cousin. Of yours. My cousin. Yeah, yeah, same here, actually. Always, okay. always, a, cousin always a cousin or a yeah. brother or something yeah. like that. But that's, that's also how I got into it as well. Uh, a, a cousin. cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. Awesome, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's word of mouth, I guess, in, yeah. its pure, in its purest form. Like a cousin turns up and is like, hey, have you heard? Our yeah. maiden? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and shake the cover out. It was always about the covers, too. Yes, yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, eight yeah, maiden's yeah. covers were the yeah. best. Yeah, you and know? I already knew, before I knew all the band members' names, I yeah. knew Derek Riggs. Yeah. Because my cousin was like, yeah, it's drawn by this guy, Derek Riggs. Uh, awesome. That's cool. <laughs> Because yeah, he was into drawing monsters. Yeah. So I think that's where it started for me, that my cousin liked to draw monsters. Okay. And then you, obviously you're going to buy yeah. Maiden. Of albums. course, of course. And yeah. I think I started with No Prayer and mm -hmm. Bring Your Daughter. So it was okay. where you ended, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I quickly went back to Number of the Beast. Okay. And uh, like, so you started listening then. Did you buy any records? Yeah, I think I, uh, this is where it gets sketchy. But I think I bought Killers first. Uh, then I went back and bought the first album, which I already had heard uh, on on the cassette. I think I, my figuring was okay. I've already heard this one, and I have it on the cassette, so I'm going to buy this other one. Yeah. So I have you know two of them, and then I went back, bought the first one, uh, bought Number of the Beast, of course, when it came out, uh, bought Peace of Mind when it came out, uh, and I was then I was up with my grandparents in Norland. They didn't have a vinyl player, and of course it was vinyl back then. So I sat there looking at Peace of Mind for about two weeks before we got, got home to Stockholm so I could actually play it. You know, I was like, just you know, looking at it and the, the, you know, the uh -huh. brain and the salad and you know, them sitting, sitting there on the, around the table and just trying to imagine what, what the music would sound like. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, That's read, awesome. reading the lyrics, you know, where Eagles there. I mean, what, the, what, what kind of stuff does it sound like? Well, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And then I played it, you know, blown away, obviously, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know. Speaking of, that's, that's anticipation in its like, rawest form. Yeah. And even me, I'm old enough to, to have experienced this when I was um, 12 and a half or something, and I bought my Brave New World CD. Mm -hmm. Where Adrian is back, coincidentally, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, I, I had to ride home on the bus. So it wasn't three days, <laughs> no. but it was the 871. Okay. And reading the, the booklet, you know, and awesome. trying to imagine what's Fallen Angel going to sound like yeah. or something like yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, similar, similar experiences mm -hmm. that it might be rare these days where everything yeah, because is kind of a click away. Yeah, right? exactly. You don't, you don't get that, you know, longing for, for something in the same way, I think. Yeah. So we should. It's too bad, I think, because I think that kids kind of, you know, there's something that. Something magical about you know going to town, buying the record, and just reading the reading the booklet on the way home, and then you know yeah. finally getting to listen to it. Whereas here sure. you can, it's two clicks away, and that's yeah. kind of I think there's something lost uh, when you when you don't have that anticipation. Absolutely, and also I, I remember another thing. I mean, the first time I saw Maiden, I mean, li not live but uh, moving on TV, mm -hmm. was this uh, Lucia Rock. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> in the 1983 from Dortmund. Oh yeah. You know, with the Ozzy and Michael Schenker and Scorpions and all those bands. Yeah. Right. And uh, the thing was, I mean, I was a huge Maiden fan. This, this was '83, and they were out on the Peace of Mind tour, um, and uh, I was incredibly excited. And uh, it was kind of late, and to um, for me to be able to st uh, stay up so late, I was playing this hockey game with my father, <laughs> and we played it so long, so I missed. We were going to, of course, tape it, you know, in video. Mm. But I missed, like, half the first Maiden, because uh, they were the first band. Oh, shit. And uh, I just came, uh, I came on when it was, like, the end of Acacia Avenue. 
So oh. that was a huge traumatic experience for me because I mean, all my friends had seen the whole gig, <laughs> yeah. and I would only see like the last two songs. But it was taped, oh. right? Yeah, I taped it, but I, I just when uh, oh, Acacia shit. came in, so I had never. Oh. It was a couple of years ago, actually, with the internet that I could see the whole the whole gig. You know? <laughs> so it was like a, a, a really like a hole in your mind. It for, was. For, it was for a long time, yeah, yeah. most of your life. Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard this gig address before. It was, yeah. for example, Anders Fridenov in Flames said that mm -hmm. like half of Gothenburg became metalheads sure. after yeah. this Dortmund was aired. And it's a great maiden performance, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, one it's of the amazing. times when Bruce appropriated Paul his best. Yeah. Because he doesn't always. No. Quite often you miss Paul in Paul songs, but it's Sanctuary on that one, mm -hmm. that's, that's another kind of Bruce, really. Yeah. Like super... Not yeah. the raspy voice from No Prayer. No. This kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. It's just a really good, hard voice. Yeah. But I guess it wasn't really in his soul or in his actual voice. Maybe it was kind of forced. Maybe, yeah. Because, and then he got more comfortable yeah. Yeah. singing like Bruce sings, yeah. you know, as you do, I guess. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's awesome. And, and uh, yeah, every band on that show did amazing performances, I think. It was, I mean, I don't, I don't, no band sucked, really. It was <laughs> just became a fan of all those bands. Right. Scorpions is another really good band that oh, I kind yeah. of missed for a long time because uh, yeah. I was a kid in the 90s. Mm. So you don't really listen to Scorpions then. No. But then I found like Taken by Force with mm. Ulyan Roth. Ooh, it's yeah. so good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's so good. And also the Schenker stuff, obviously. Of course. I did check out uh, Michael Schenker's the, which album? Assault Attack yeah. quite early on because mm. it's Martin Burge produced. Yeah. I'm a bit of a Martin Birch fanboy for obvious reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so I checked out everything he produced and yeah. it sounds great too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Assault Attack. It's and awesome. Kind of fun, uh, proggy inspirations mixed with some yeah. hard rocking blues and, yeah. and Bonnet on vocals too. Yeah. And he's a good vocalist from he is. Rainbows Down to Earth. Yeah. Another cool album. Yeah. Alcatraz? Alcatraz, I'm not familiar with, but I like the name. It sounds like really 80s metal. You're not familiar with Alcatraz? Not really. Dude. Are you familiar with Alcatraz, Eric? I've heard. Them. I mean, I I know of them. I don't. I haven't really. I can't claim to know any songs, but I know they exist. <laughs> All right, then we will yeah. check out Alcatraz. You will because it's Ingvi's uh, first. I mean, he was in Steeler first, but then he. Was oh going, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was Ingvi. Oh, you know. Okay, right. Of course, you have to check that yeah. out. And also, the first album is with Ingvi. The second is with Steve Vai. Okay, so there we yeah, go. pretty good albums. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna so I'm gonna give that a chance for it. sure. Do it. Now, I have a question. You said that you, when you after Seven Sun, you kind of went away from Aiden for a bit. Yeah. Did you when Aiden when Adrian rejoined the band? Did you uh, have you sort of since then started listening to the newer stuff, or is that still not really your thing? <clears throat> still mostly. Uh, it, it's not really my thing anymore. But I mean, um, I did actually uh, this spring when uh, we were sort of in lockdown or not not doing much because of quarantine or whatever. Yeah. I uh, I went back and listened through the whole Maiden discography, you know, and took notes and sort of ordered them and uh, you know uh, graded the albums. Yeah. Uh, which was fun because uh, I mean there's some great stuff in the later uh, Maiden albums mm -hmm. as well. But but for me, I mean the, the classics are always going to be the classics, you know. It's yeah, the yeah. same with yeah, you know, any band from that era, I think it's it's difficult to uh, Ah, I don't know. Everybody's different, but but uh, for me, it's I listen to the old ones, you know. Yeah, also, the share level of quality on the first seven is really oh, hard yeah, to it's, it's, it's yeah. really hard to match, and it I is. often like I have a problem even ordering ordering them like, uh, okay. from from top to bottom. Yeah, and my seventh, like my seventh favorite, is Power Slave. Okay, and that's a very strong album to put it's on the last <laughs> last in line. Yeah, that's, of the first seven. Which is the first? Uh, seventh Son. 
Okay, yeah. really? Yeah, okay. Seventh Son, and then Peace of Mind. Mm -hmm. And then It's Hard on the Third. That okay. could be the self-titled, could be Number of the Beast, okay. could be Somewhere in Time. Oh, yeah. So that's tough. Yeah. And then you have Power Slave. Okay. And then Honorary <laughs> Fourth. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you do, do you, have you attempted to rank them, or did you have a favorite among the yeah seven. i have three favorites number one right. for me is uh, i mean three number ones it's killers peace of mind and somewhere in time Th those three oh, yeah. fluctuate you know mm. uh, and i mean the the the, the paul diano uh, that that was the stuff i first heard you know so it's always has a you know soft spot in my heart yeah and then somewhere in time just amazing and peace of mind obviously and then for me actually the the seventh sun is my least favorite uh, because I, I think Bruce starting to sound a bit worn on that album. Mm -hmm. It's a bit pitchy and a bit like, mm. um, and also, um, while Number of the Beast, of course, it's a classic, it's also not one of my favorites because it has a couple of weird tracks. Yeah. Invaders yeah, and Gangland, sure, yeah. and, you know. It was sort of rushed, I think. Yeah, uh. I, I can imagine, you know, because I think they, while they pulled off, you know, I mean, they got Hello Be Thy Name and all the, yeah. the title track and Run to the Hills and whatever. The, there's a couple of not so good tracks on there. Nick Anderson from Helicopters and Entombed fame, he said that he thought the B-side was the A-side and always listened like that. Yeah, okay. And that it's a better album. Yeah. If it, and it is. It is. Because then you for start sure. with Number of the Beast, which is a killer opener. Oh, absolutely. And then straight into the hit. Yeah. They're perfect. And then you can actually handle Gangland at that point. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And then you get hallowed like a middle epic. Mm. And then, yeah, you get, it. You get the, the B-side. Yeah. I also featured Invaders as one of the ugliest riffs ever written <laughs> recently yeah, in my other yeah. podcast. Okay. It's like... It's fucking weird. It's so weird. <laughs> but yeah. my, my, we were apologetic and said that it could be a bar scene, you know, like someone serving ale. And like... <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. yeah, man. That's <laughs> All right. So from that, uh, from that scene, let's kick it off with the first solo. Yeah, then. I think we're ready. All right. So we're going to guess. Are we going to guess the solos here? Yeah. Or gonna... Let's try and guess. It's, it's more fun, right. I think. Ah, okay. Awesome, man. So that was really cool. Is that? Uh, do you have a guess, Eric? I have a guess. I, do, I, I don't actually. So you have to. You go. But you do recognize it, I guess. I recognize. I can't yeah. place it. My guess would be "Stranger in a Strange Land." That would be wrong. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a ballad for sure. It's a ballad, ballad part, but okay, ballads, ballads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not on Power Slave. Nope. Because uh, that, that was my initial guess, but that. Uh, yeah, hey, was, was it the right album then, Summer nope. in Time? No. You're way off. Way off. <laughs> oh, so could it be like a real old one, like uh, Prodigal Son? Yes. Yeah. There we go. Prodigal I had, Son. Oh, cool. I had that a little bit in mind. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's That's a, my favorite track from uh, Killers. I love that song. Wow. It's uh, like first time Adrian feature in a way. Like he really sets yeah. his mark in the band yeah. with this solo, I would say. Exactly. Also, of course, the fills in uh, Ratchild. 
Yeah. That's kind of his mark. He, he kind of heard the song and thought it was a little bit too boring. <laughs> okay. And then he <laughs> schemed up with Martin Birch to do all the all right. fills. Oh. And I think these days they're not as nice live because Yannick does most of them. Yeah. And he just, you know, he does them okay, but he's yeah. very, like, lazily. Yeah. Like, he goes yeah. up the E minor scale, like, wah, 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 where the original would have been a cooler lick. Yeah, yeah. Like, Adrian's pentatonic licks are always killer. Yeah. His, his pentatonic licks and his vibrato, which is yeah. second yeah, to yeah. none. He's got the one of the best vibratos ever Yeah, in, in rock, you know. It's I, I so... Maybe a little bit more of that solo. You don't have to do the whole thing, or you can do the whole thing. Ah, I can do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. That's great. <laughs> it's a cool. I now I is, is kind of sound in, especially on that. Yeah, it's really cool. Kind of know. Asian sounding pentatonic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's doing these double stops. You know, playing two strings at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. Is it and, the two lightest strings or, or yeah. is it G and B? The no, two lightest. Two thinnest. Yeah. So it's all in fourths. It's in fourths. Yeah. True. Uh, and also, it, I mean, you can already hear a lot of the stuff which is going to be in later Adrian solos, like uh, that famous uh, yeah. Adrian we're going to get to in a minute. Um, also, uh, the this one. Yeah, that's nice. He the, loves that one. <laughs> the it's, final vibrato there. Yeah. Um, on F sharp, is it? Uh, this is, uh, the solo is an E. Uh, but the yeah, solo, the, the vibrato. The, yeah, it's in a G. On G, on the G yeah. Note. The third. So yeah, it, this this uh, lick pretty much is in. I'm not gonna say all his solos, but in many of them. Yeah, when you do that vibrato on the third, it almost becomes this blues third, like a neutral third that you bend up almost all the way up to the major third. Yeah, sure. I'm bending yeah. it. I'm bending it. Right to the fourth action. Ah, uh, even to the fourth. Yeah. Maybe I'm exaggerating, <laughs> exaggerating a little bit, but but I mean, I can't really copy his vibrato because it's so spot on. You know, it's it's so insanely yeah. good. Yeah, obviously you're gonna have your own vibrato also. Yeah. Like you've been playing guitar for a while now, so yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, what, what kind of guitar you got there? I got a, a one of the newer uh, Charvel DK24s actually, okay. um, which I'm using mostly for my work. I'm I'm, I'm uh, teaching guitar. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. And I have this one mostly because it's uh, it's not it doesn't have a Floyd Rose, so it's easy to drop tune and stuff. You know, easy, quick. But other, yeah. usually I play uh, Ola's guitars, Solar guitars. Yeah, Solar, they're good. Yeah, yeah. So another I, friend of ours, right? Or maybe you might know him by proxy at least, Eric. Well, I, I used to know him a lot. You know, yeah. back in the day when okay. uh, I used to see his band play out on Leading Air quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I haven't spoken to him in quite a while. But yeah, I don't know if he remembers me. But yeah. I speak to him occasionally when I have a gear question, like, what should I get, this or this? Yeah. And he will answer, yeah. get this. Yeah. That's how I got the Rev uh, G3 that we just talked mm. about. It was his recommendation. Oh, yeah. okay. Because it sounds good. It's kind of this, I wanted something that sounds good everywhere. Yeah. 
Uh, and it kind of does. And yeah. yeah, he's just good at that stuff. He is excellent at that stuff. And the huge online presence. You can say that. Yeah. Well, he's got almost six hundred thousand yeah. subscribers. Oh, he's like a subject of memes. Yeah, yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's amazing. I mean, he's one of the most. I mean, he's such an entrepreneur. You know, like yeah. making them work in his ass off. You know, he deserves mm. deserves everything he's got. For sure. And he was the guitarist with you in Sorcerer for a bit, right? Yeah, the Me- two first gigs. Yeah, he was uh, playing with us when we reformed in two thousand ten. Yep. And then uh, also he wrote a song which ended up on a, on an EP which we released uh, in 2016. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote uh, Black, the title track on that one. Typical Ola title, Black. Yeah, he Black. didn't title it though. He, he didn't. didn't, he didn't. All right. But it's awesome, it's a cool song. Yeah. You did this Corona gig also with Sorcerer now, right? With this, or Corona recording at least, with yeah, acoustics. We, yeah, exactly. We did, it was sort of a release party for the, for the album. It was in May. Yeah. And uh, what was the title of that, that tune or what could you search? Because it's a good video. We did uh, we did three acoustic tracks. We did uh, uh, Deliverance. We did a song called Prayers for a King, and we did a song called Condemned. I think Those it was Condemned songs. that I heard. Yeah, it was really cool. Good harmony vocals too. Cool. It yeah. Really adds something when you have that setup. Ah, thanks. Yeah, it's so from check, the new one. Check that out on. I guess you could be just go to YouTube and, and yeah. write Sorcerer Acoustic or Sorcerer Acoustic Condemned. Yeah. You should yeah. find it. Yeah, you can check out our uh, YouTube channel, Sorcerer TV. We have all of, I think, 420 subscribers. So if you want to subscribe, <laughs> yeah, go right. for it. Yeah, it's a cool <laughs> number, well, at least. <laughs> you're about to get one more in a second. I'm going to go do it now. <laughs> all right, there we go. So when you're, when you're finished subscribing to Sorcerer, I think we're ready for the next solo. Yeah, the next go. solo, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, should, should I do this in chronological order? Is it uh, oh. more fun if I don't, or...? It's more fun guessing if you don't, then I might fuck up again, which okay. is fu- always fun. I All think right. it was the, what threw me off was the classic Adrian pentatonic licks ah, okay. there and the tempo. Yeah. All right. Like it could have been that shield part in Stranger. We take another one. We take this one to see if you, uh, see if you recognize this one. I think sure. you know which one this is. I know it, but it's a little bit of a sheeting because uh, I, yeah. I was guessing on your Instagram, like guess, yeah, guess the solo. So, I know. and it's a hard one, uh, Eric. I'm sure you. It's a deep cut. I, I recognize it uh, again, but I, I can't. I have no idea. You want you go? You go. I'm gonna be transparent and then give my false guesses too. First, I guessed. Is it Power Slave? Like, nope. Okay. Is it? Is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, then I think I brought out something from Peace of Mind, which was the correct album. But this mm-hmm. is actually from Quest for Fire. Yeah. It is. Two, okay. short, oh, yeah. two short and sweet solos. I think both are great. Also Dave's yeah. solo in that one. Is really oh, yeah. Dave's solo is really cool. It lifts the song yeah. with the most with weird it? lyrics. I, I don't remember. Yeah, he starts off to the... Something like that. That's Dave's solo. Yeah. But yeah, Adrian's solo is, is awesome. As always, you know, huge vibrato and uh, just yeah. killer. He's got such a... I mean, compared to Dave, he's, he's, such, he's a more melodic player, I would say, and more thoughtful player. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, it seems like his leads are always more thought out and more... Every note counts, you know. Dave is a little bit more reckless and a little bit more off the cuff, it sounds like. You know, he yeah. just go for... Yeah, you know, and I, I always I always preferred Adrian, but when I play, I sound more like Dave, okay. <laughs> because of my lazy practice routines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, you can always drill, right? You can <laughs> always <laughs> drill. <that, yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way for me to play laser fast yeah. is to do that because my left hand is better than my right. Yeah, you know, yeah, most people's. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. But uh, yeah. this uh, this solo is short and nice, and well, like you said, he always has a 
composition in mind. Yeah, I think it's so. It's a songwriter. Yeah, uh, and it sounds like a song. When, you know, yeah. a small, that's what I always liked about solos in general. You know, that, that sounds thought out, sort of, but maybe, you yeah. know, song in a song. Yeah, it's and this the, one is so brief, so we could do it again and, and try and listen to this, like, 17-second solo and see if it is a song. All right, I believe it could be. It's a song. Yeah, it's a song. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah, sing yeah. it in your uh, in, in the shower. Yeah, it has like four parts, starting yeah. in the with the a, a pentatonic yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. I think always doing that. Yeah. And that's hard. It's pretty hard. It's harder than it sounds to kind of go back in the yeah. it's kind of backwards in a way. Mm. And then it's got the. Is it descending notes in it, or yeah, is it like pentatonic? Blues game. Oh yeah. Landing on a third. And then it's got this very unusual. I played like this. But very unusual. I shouldn't say that, but that that little Yeah. I guess it's not unusual, it's just an uh, it's a, it's the fifth, but it's a beautiful thing. And it, it also is a transition from the first part to it the is. second part yeah. uh, into the third part, yeah. which makes this a song in yes. 70 seconds. Yeah, I think so. And then ending with, of ending course, with the high. Yeah. Yeah. Trademark pentatonic lick. <laughs> yeah. Eric, comments? Yeah, man, I'm just, I'm just, it's uh, it just, just a joy to listen to. Uh, listen to <laughs> yeah, it's very enjoyable to sit and listen to uh, and yeah. also record it so you know you can listen again. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It also dawns on me that, like, you know, Quest for Fire is obviously the weak link on, on that album, but you know, the mu- there's nothing wrong with the music, it's just the lyrics. They could, they, that could have been a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. But some, somehow it's also a little bit part of Maiden with the, with the some, sometimes naive lyrics. Yeah. And very physical. Yeah. yeah. But in this one, this is the, factual, the factual mistakes that starts it off is like wrong yeah. by thousands of years. Like there was no time. There was no probably, time. Probably, probably the years, I imagine, right? And men were searching for fire. There's no such time. <laughs> of course. There's a discrepancy of like 30,000 years or something like that. 30 million years, probably. Yeah, probably. Years, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think 30 million, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there's some bad sci-fi movies from the like, like the, you know, way like the fifties, where there are dinosaurs and humans you know, <laughs> right. look back around the same time. I don't, <laughs> so I could, I could have sort of maybe accepted it if there was, if it was more based off one of those movies, but I don't think it is. So it, it's uh, probably not it's, uh, loosely based. Uh, maybe yeah. uh, Harris watches yeah. a lot of films and then yeah. just writes lyrics straight off them. Yeah. It's an effective way, I think. Yeah, he, yeah. he doesn't have to wait for inspiration. No, he just puts on his VCR. Yeah. <laughs> No fact fact checking in between. No, <laughs> no, no, that was good. Uh, that was cool. So, quest for fire is yeah. is done, and I think we can head straight on to the next. All right. Is it Number of the Beast? It is. Yeah. Well done, sir. <laughs> Number of the Beast. And this is an amazing solo. Yeah, it is. It was yeah, one of my is, first yeah. solos that attracted me to the idea of soloing. Yeah. Because I was attracted to riffs, first, first yeah. and foremost, with yeah. guitar. 
but then hearing this uh, on the you know just on the CD, the original version, yeah. I think is he does it great live. But this is the perfect version of the solo. Yeah, it is. It is, and it's kind of technical fast. Yeah, it's got this one, uh, which yeah. I which I fucked up. But this one, uh, let's see. Uh, I got to play the whole thing. Uh, that's the first cool thing. It's such an aggressive solo. Yeah. yeah. That, just that my brother. Yeah. Uh, that lick is kind of hard. Yeah. There we go. Woo! Yeah, then, uh, here's the lick that was in the Prodigal Sun. Oh, yeah. One. But he, of course, plays it slow first. Then he goes. That's how you end the solo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's my probably my favorite Adrian solo. I love it. It's yeah, really, it is one of the best ones. Yeah. yeah. And the the when you um, it's really aggressive and it kind of reminds me of how I wish uh, Zach Wilde would have sounded more yeah. often. You know, especially yeah. without War. Like it might be War on the original. On this solo? Uh, maybe, or at least when he does it live. Uh, could be, could be. Yeah, but I, I think the best version I've heard of it is, uh, besides the studio version, I think the Rock and Rio version of 2001 is really good as well, mm -hmm. uh, if I recall. But he's changed it over the years, so it's a little different now, isn't it? I think it is. Uh, I don't know. I, I've only <laughs> no. paid attention to the <laughs> studio <laughs> version. I think he changes uh, his solos, and often for the better, like they sound even yeah. better live, yeah. and maybe he changes ends to you know, kind of more... Yeah. lock in with the song because yeah. you have to mm. obviously you have to continue riffing afterwards yeah. you don't yeah. in the studio no. but uh, I think he some very few of them he changed to maybe a little bit more boring Yeah, and this could be one of them Okay, uh, but I think I'm going to listen to the 2001 version mm -hmm. after and see because I mean it's always good but yeah. I think the studio version is kind of unparalleled Yeah, it's really it's awesome. strong solo and and so one, one Fast. thing, yeah. And one thing with with the, these older albums, I mean, uh, it sounds like he's got not that much gain on it, you know. Right. It sounds the sound uh, tone sounds uh, sort of hard to play, and I'm using a fair amount of gain now because I, uh, you know, need need some help. <laughs> but uh, he's I mean, he's using a Marshall, maybe some uh, boost pedal in, in front. But uh, yeah, he just gets this amazing tone and feel out of it. It's yeah. it's, it's awesome. I think they use like Max on overdrives, uh, simple stuff like that. Yeah, so. something like that. I don't know what, yeah. what was around then, you know, in 8082. 80, yeah. But then also Martin Birch is a guitar player. So he, he always finds cool tones for oh, the guitars. I, I think didn't he's know. like, he's a master yeah. of the mid register. He really finds, because mid is hardest to kind of mix because it can mm. sound a little bit harsh. Yeah. And if you listen to the ISO tracks of guitars on the Maiden albums, yeah. they're harsh. They are not okay, like yeah, soft to the ear at, okay. at all. Uh, but that makes them perfectly sit in the mix. Yeah. And they sound soft and smooth on, yeah. on for the listener. Yeah. But they're quite harsh. Like I wouldn't mix my guitars that way. Yeah. But then again, I'm not as good as Birch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no one is. Because uh, he no really is, yeah. he makes the band sound the best they can, yeah. I think. Already on Killers. Yeah. It's perfect, yeah. kind of. Yeah. Like Production-wise, I don't have m many issues with any no. of these old... No. It's albums. just when you, when you go from the first album and then put on Killers, you know, back-to-back, -back, you can hear there's such a difference because, oh, of course, yeah. Birch yeah. didn't mix the first one. No, but the first one I enjoy for it being non-produced. Sure. It's kind of like raw. Yeah, it's very raw, very raw. Punky almost, yeah. you know. Great yeah. songs too. Uh, yeah. But no Adrian solo, so... No. <laughs> have to wait no for that one. Yeah. All right. All right. Next one? Next one? Sure. Yeah. Uh, let me think. All right, we do this one. Uh... 
You know it, Eric? No, but I mean, it's right on the top of my... I can't think... Oh, God damn it. I listened to this like yesterday. I just don't know what it is. Yeah. It's a bit hard. I know this one because yeah. I play it oh, a lot. Go, I play it a lot. Not the solo, but the song. It's uh, Flight of Icarus. It is. Yeah, God. Fuck, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Also an Adrian written song. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. wrote it with Bruce. Okay. And they kind of consciously try to do a heavy metal radio hit song. Mm-hmm. So you can hear it kind of Dio sound in it. Yeah. But then I realized Holy Diver is from the same year. It is. So maybe, yeah. you know, I don't know who's first here. Because yeah. like, they have a similar vibe, I think, peace of mind and, yeah. and Holy Diver. Yeah. yeah, even with the... Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I never totally made that connection before. Uh, you- Picture Dio singing Flight of Icarus. That could that, that could have totally worked. Oh, I want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> can you program that to happen? Yeah, please. <laughs> right, let's yeah, I'm try. sure someone can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Flight of Icarus, great solo, and yeah. it, it kind of flies away. If we want to talk about like uh, images within music, it has this flying. Yeah. <laughs> Very fast. I gave up right there when I tried to do that solo. (laughs) (laughs) But the bends, and also, like, it has the whole story of the song in the solo, I think, because it starts out really like flying proud. And then it goes for that sad passage with kind of E minor. Yeah. vibe and it's the wings are starting to burn yeah. and then when the, when the flames are high you get the final yeah. <laughs> falling down yeah. burning at the yeah. same time you know yeah that's true it's in the soul I don't, I don't think he he thought this much about it but no. uh, maybe but subconsciously did. yeah yeah and i did yeah uh, cool. yeah it's a it's a great solo i mean it's again from peace of mind i think you know he peaked somewhere i mean he didn't peak but i mean for me peace of mind and uh somewhere in time that's where he the, the best solos i think mm. But um, of course, my favorite is Number of the Beast. But come on, his solos on Seventh Son, though, they are really good. I think. Yeah, they are. I mean, really yeah. strong. He's never done a bad. I mean, I can only speak until up until Seventh Son, but he's never done a bad solo. You know, it's just, and I, I, I'm not saying these solos I've picked are like the best solos. It's just my some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I could pick, I could pick ten others, and it would be just as good. Right. So it could be very redeeming for a listener when you listen to a, maybe a weaker Maiden track, and then you know that's going to be one or two great solos yeah, in there. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah, on most records, actually. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we'll talk about Yannick another time. Yeah. <laughs> so today it's all about Adrian, right? It's all about Adrian. Uh, Eric, do you have anything more on on Flight of Icarus? And I guess uh, the solo no, not not really. No, you said it all. I mean, yeah, it's it's. Um, uh, I guess no. It's two years ago. It, it was so great that they finally brought it back out, so they're actually playing it again. And you know, it, it's when I heard it live the first time there, it was like it's so weird they haven't done this sooner because it's such it's such an amazing song. You know, it 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 should it, it should have been it should have been this. You know, like they have certain songs they always play, like the Trooper and Fear the Dark. This should have been one of them. That's been you know, it's it's there's no reason it should have been you know that that many years between times they played it. Yeah, right. uh, yeah, it's, it's it's just perfect. It was like 15 years more, 25 years. 25 years, yeah. Really? Yeah, they played it like last time on, on the, the, the Power Slave tour. Then wow. they kind of dropped it. I think it was because of a tempo dispute. Okay. Harris and Nico wanted to play it faster. Yeah. And uh, Smith and Dickinson were like, oh, especially Smith. Uh-huh. He doesn't like when you rush. No. And I'm the same with him. I tell my bands all the time, like, maybe if we would play it 
two, three BPM too slow, yeah. that would sound professional. Yeah. But five too fast, yeah. it's already kind of, yeah. you know, I don't like yeah. it because it reminds me of kids' days. Yeah. You know, just rushing through the songs yeah. and not feeling them. No. And I think that was a huge part of Adrian leaving. Okay. He addressed this. It yeah. was like, they didn't really agree. And he also wanted to move in that kind of mm. AOR direction, yeah. right? Yeah. Which may be, I mean, if you listen to his solo albums, mm. it's pretty good that that stayed outside of, yes. of, of Maiden. That's so very good. They kind of separated at the perfect mm. time. Yeah. Or like the, uh, the mm. what's it called, the B-side, uh, Reach Out, is very, uh, has it, oh, you yeah. know, kind of, I don't, yeah. you, I don't know if you heard that one, but. Sure. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of, it's a fun song, but I'm glad that didn't really. No, I noticed uh, it wasn't written by him either now, because I recently purchased the Wasted Years 12-inch, and uh, it's right. on the back, Cobwell, so it's written yeah. by Cobwell. Yeah, and it was, uh, they did this uh, gig in between, was it, the, was it the Power Slave tour and the next one? The, yeah entire population of hackney that band yeah yes. that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i think it was it was played on that gig because i have that bootleg actually on vinyl i was nice. one of the yeah and it's it was it was fun to hear that song then you know they play like zz top and yeah. uh, and stuff yeah. yeah so it's worth checking out i had it on mp3 way back in the early mm-hmm. 2000s yeah. uh, already yeah because it's, a, it's also a good recording i think they, yeah. they bust out lost for words as yeah. well okay because bruce is not there so no yeah, but uh, who sings? Is it Adrian? I think yeah, I think Adrian sings. I seem to remember. But then, then I think doesn't the whole band show up at the end and play two songs? All oh, right, I right. think they uh, were like special guests, you know. Oh, that's yeah, really yeah, worth checking out for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, we really kind of, I guess, really kind of encapsulated the flight of Icarus there. Yeah, great solo. Seventeen seconds mm-hmm. is a song. It is. Yeah. So what's next? What's next? Oh, uh, now we're getting into the difficult ones. Uh, oh, all right. Let's check out this one and see if I. Uh... Another short and sweet. Yeah, Eric. I know this one. Yeah. It's ASSI, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> also short song, short solo with yeah. also with that kind of. Here you go for the aircraft mode. The single string start is pretty cool on the B string, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I'm playing this right, actually. I, I think I play this right, but I've seen other ones, other dudes play it differently. But I, I think it sounds like... And then one of the coolest blue slicks ever. Hard to play it slow. I, I struggled with that one. Oh. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I play this solo live a few times, okay. and I really struggle with the pentatonic lick. I always have to cheat. Okay. So I don't know what why what's hard about it. I don't know, but it's just hard. It's like it's like uh, it switches direction. Yeah, it yeah. Does this sort That's of thing. You have to barring with your uh, third finger. Yeah. This one. thing is it's doing the exact same thing on two different string sets first is we have this uh, you do the same thing here right so it's like it's a, like a sort of a repeating and then, uh, yeah the little with the harmonics you know yeah. and then, uh, so cool. Yeah, great. I think, and I yeah. wanted to ask you about those pinch harmonics, yeah. uh, since you've been around a little bit longer than me. Mm. Do you recall, like, first, who was the first guy to, to do this? 
Um, wow. Because Maiden were quite early on it. Uh, like in even in riffs, like in Die With Your Boots On. Like, wow, wow. I have never thought about this. I have no idea. Did Randy Rhodes do this? Yeah, very much. He yeah. was definitely doing a lot of that stuff. You know, the, yeah, for sure. Um, he was early on, maybe yeah. then. Because, mm-hmm. uh, for example, in Metallica, you don't have a lot of that. I no. think Hetfield no. never does it. No, probably not. Yeah, and Hammett maybe on later albums. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was wondering when did it start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously you have Dimebag, the kind of the king of of, of everything squealy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, John Sykes uh, actually. Uh, John Sykes, right? You know, did uh, <laughs> insane. Uh, yeah. Like a third, or, you know. It's awesome, you know. Yeah, it's also it's like driving a futuristic car. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds weird. Hitting hyperspeed. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what else on Aces High? We we did Aces uh, High because it's I in the, say that the, by the pinch harmonics. It seems like that. Uh, you know, I, I guess if, if Randy Rose did quite a bit of it, and then famously, I guess one of Ozzy's later guitarists maybe arguably used it a little too much. <laughs> uh, Zach Wild. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Squeeze it all down. Yeah, that's Absolutely. the thing. Zach Wild is a good player, but. It's maybe a little bit too much. It's like putting double the amount of butter on your sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I I prefer him in the first two Aussie albums he did. You know, especially the first one. It was it was such a new, fresh and new new approach. Yeah, just got a little bit you know bluesy sort of country almost vibe to yeah. some of the stuff. You know. Yeah, he was interviewed about that, and he yeah. said like, yeah, who was who was around? It was Ingve, and it was this and those mm-hmm. guys. And he said, what what could be my niche here? Yeah, and then he thought that yeah. Pentatonic, maybe. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. and it is cool. I mean, it a lot cool. of Adrian stuff is sure. It's yeah. heavy. It's dense with pentatonic. Yeah, and the minus fifth comes around quite often, right? The, yeah, yeah, the, the blues, the blues tone. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. In that descending lick, for example. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah it's all, almost always there. That's uh, yeah. It seems that like for Zach Wild stuff nowadays, I prefer like when he does ballads and stuff because then the solo is not you know just like five million pinch harmonics, which can get kind of boring. Uh, But yeah, I mean it's uh, like he just just released his uh, his Black Zach Sabbath his uh, Black Sabbath cover band uh, Mm -hmm. released uh, the first Black Sabbath album. They recorded the entire thing. Essentially, just Black Sabbath with a lot of pinch marks. So. <laughs> yeah. I think he sings Black Sabbath better than he plays it. Actually. Okay. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. He sings it well for like the Aussie, mm-hmm. Aussie stuff. He has like a similar voice, maybe from hanging around with Aussie cool. and being trauma- yeah. traumatized by him. All right, <laughs> I need, to, need to check that out. But uh, playing wise, it's for me, it's way too much, uh, too hard on the dynamics because uh. Sabbath is a dynamic, especially early Sabbath. It's yeah. supposed to be dynamic, slightly jazzy, mm-hmm. if you will, like from mm-hmm. Bill Ward at least. Yeah. And here you have more the heavy hitting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a little bit vulgar from from for my taste. And yeah. I'd rather listen to Pantera. Yeah, okay. Because they're supposed to be hitting it yeah, that hard. Sure. But yeah, I mean, still, uh, I guess props to Zach anyway. Mm-hmm. It's easy oh, to no, slag definitely. off someone for doing pinch harmonics all the time, but he can still play. He can play like a motherfucker. Also, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's sure. fun to the pinch harmonics. So. <laughs> yeah. So next solo. Next solo. Yes. Okay. This is a this is a difficult one because it's a B side. Okay. So see if you can. Uh, maybe you oh, know sure. what it is. But uh, yeah, let's check it out. Cool solo. Yeah. Very cool solo. So B-side. Yeah. Uh, Is it a cover? 
Uh, is it a cover? Yes, it is a cover. Okay, it's a cover. Mm -hmm. uh, it's too hard, and also it was very pentatonic laden. Very pentatonic. <laughs> so it could be. In, it would work in many songs. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> actually one of my also my all time favorite Adrian solos. All right, so mm -hmm. I just I think you're gonna have Wanna to hear drop it. Again? Yeah. solo yeah <laughs> but i can't yeah. guess it you're gonna have to drop the title Neither. it yeah. is yeah. from a single off of uh, peace of mind i don't know if that helps um and then it could be either trooper or or um i've got the fire it is i've got the fire oh there we go oh, awesome and they i think they recorded like i've got a fire several times as well yeah, they've done the, the piano the, version yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. and the, this one is on the b-side of flight of Icarus. and the song is by montrose yes it right? is uh, yeah. sammy hagar's old old outfit yep and uh, did you listen to that band at all i didn't no, no never never i think I've, I've probably never even heard one montrose song i mean either Still actually <laughs> except for this one yeah eric are you familiar with montrose uh only that i've checked i've you know since hearing the song i've got the fire I, at some point i you know checked them out i guess but i, I can't recall exactly uh, you know yeah i don't remember much about them I didn't check out the original version, but it doesn't have Adrian in it, so I guess it's inferior, yeah. <laughs> probably, yeah. with, with a solo like this. And this yeah. is pure pentatonic, right? It yeah, has, it is. It's it, just, I, and it does this amazing, like, <laughs> beginning. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. It's so fucking screaming, like. Yeah. Bluesy. Yeah. Right, that one's cool. Yeah, that, that's a cool thing. And then that. Uh, Rock and roll. Yeah, rock and roll thing. And then the whole Jack Berry. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, so much attitude and, and just kick ass, you know, about that yeah. solo. For me, this these kind of solos are hard because you have to like be in check and control of the strings, not yeah. starting to sound in the background. Sure. Because I recently started teaching again. I teach like a novice mm -hmm. uh, guitarist. Yeah. And then I realized there's some things that I have to master now mm -hmm. to even be able to, to teach to a certain okay. level. Yeah. And one of them is to mute strings while soloing with a lot of bends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very easy to flip, flip sure. a loose string. Sure. Uh, what's your tip there? I think, I mean, if you bend, it depends. I mean, muting comes from both hands. I mean, if you're, if you're bending on the high strings like this, like, uh, you have to arrest your... Uh, like the right hand, uh, the thumb part, like the inner thumb part, whatever you call it, uh, on the string, no. on the lower strings. So you mute those strings. Mm. Yeah. Um, and if you, you know, bending on a low string, then I'm, I'm muting with my with my uh, index left hand on the index. Yeah, the index finger. Yeah. Left hand. And of course, if you're in the middle. Then I'm, uh, if I'm doing vibrato, for instance, I'm muting with my uh, yeah, left hand on the thinner strings and my right hand on the lower strings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then at least yeah. theoretically, I said the right things. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to nail it as well. Uh, yeah. Now, either of you guys, I, I've seen people use these kind of... Uh, I mean, I think initially people use like uh, the kind of hair bands, but it's like a, 
A wrap, something you yeah. put on top of your string. Have you, have you ever used one of those? I've used, I've used it. Uh, I am using it constantly in the studio. You know, when when we All record right. solos. Yeah, it's just for ease. You know, because you can have a, a great take, and then you, like you said, you flick a string or something. It's like, yeah. screw this. <laughs> so yeah, I use it for sure, but never live. Yeah, never live. No, and um, not now. I can attest because we're in the same studio here. So uh, now there's no such no. thing. And also, you have uh, loose string licks. Yeah. So you because you, you can't play loose strings with that on, right? No, exactly. Then it's going to be. Bloop, 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 right. bloop, bloop. Yeah. yeah. So I guess well, tapping would be hard uh, as well. Maybe. What? Is, is tapping difficult when we with with that? No, that it should work. Uh, you as can, long as, as, long as you don't tap and and kind of pull off to a loose string. Yeah, that's true. All right, yeah. yeah, I mean, you can do. Uh, I mean, Do that sort of stuff. I mean, it's it's a bit sort of you hear some of the stringiness ringing ringing in in, in the background, but I mean, in a band context, you don't really hear it, you know. No, yeah. no, no. So. And, and a little bit of noise is nice, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some videos now because everyone is getting so good online. Yeah. Some of them are uh, too clean. Yeah. It's like this is not cool anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not one of those guys. I can <laughs> guarantee you, <laughs> not too clean. But I always think about uh, Marty Friedman yeah. from Megadeth, mm -hmm. and he's like, yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know. Um, a good boy yeah. like a good boy who can play right yeah. I want to sound cool yeah. what's cool like <laughs> fat vibratos yeah, and yeah, a bit I'm of you know yeah. a bit of it's noise like, in there why yeah. not you know it's an electric but guitar yeah, at the end of the day it's, it's rock and roll it's not supposed to be perfect sure sure. but it should be nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> I think Adrian good. Smith is on a good level there he is if absolutely. you listen to his isolated tracks from live mm -hmm. he's live in front of 50,000 people mm -hmm. Rock and Rio for example mm -hmm. it sounds like he's in the studio yeah. very disciplined yeah and the other guys don't, yeah. obviously. No, but he's so disciplined yeah. in his playing. I think he has very controlled the and greatest ear in the band. I said in another episode, probably. And I think so. His ear seems very good. And he said that I hear things that are out of tune yeah. in the studio, mm -hmm. and no one agrees with me. Yeah. So I just let it go. Okay, <laughs> I let it pass. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be a bummer. You know, yeah. hearing stuff on the album like "fuck." I knew this was yeah. out of tune, but they wouldn't. The lazy bastards wouldn't, uh, you know, retrack it. Yeah, and also intonation, obviously. You know, yeah, of course. Uh, I think that's what he hears. Like uh, yeah. everyone into it's differently and yeah. he does it very nicely it makes it more musical too sure mm -hmm. this song oriented soloing is good yeah to really kind of uh, the presentation is key i think it is in, in every kind of soloing i agree so where are we now where are we now yeah let's see mm. let's take another solo this one i'm probably yep. gonna uh butcher because I, this was the last one i learned and it's a sort of a That's a cool one. It's one of the fattest. Is it from Seventh Son? It is from one of those songs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not from the song Seventh Son. No. Okay. No. Eric, you have a better guess? Oh, I don't know. It's uh, this is just uh, I don't. I, uh, it's not the prophecy, is it? Nope. And it's probably not Moonchild. Nope. Because in that one is an easier solo that I nailed. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I, I picked this one because it's so unusual for him. It doesn't have a lot of those pentatonics. It's got a, a couple of really weird phrases yeah, and in there. Some exotic note choices. Yes. Uh, yes. But we're yes. going to have to hear it again, I think. All right. I'll try.
called I know now it's only the good die young. Yes, you're right. And because often when you hear this, you get in, you start hearing the song, and then yeah. I heard the bass coming in after. Which is cool too. Yeah. Yeah. But then that one song is really cool if you do that very weird lick, the exotic part, uh, kind of uh, chromatic. Yeah, this one. That's, that was yeah. doozy. almost jazzy. Yeah, I was like, uh, so that sounds like a Alan Holdsworth lick or something. Yeah. He's, he's like repeating, he's playing this phrase in, in F sharp minor, and then he's just repeating it a half step down. This one. Yeah. And then he goes, goes up and plays a. That's great. Uh, that's a cool solo, you know. It's not my, not my favorite, but I wanted to pick something that was a bit different from uh, yeah. from the rest of the super pentatonic. Ones. And when I hear this, I I'm just reminded why it's my favorite album. Okay, <laughs> I'm in, instantly because I always doubt it. It's like yeah. peace of mind is so good, probably yeah. maybe the best. Okay, it's the best, and then I hear Seventh Son yeah. or a part of it yeah. in this case. It's like okay, yeah, that's okay. why. It's, it's, <laughs> that's it's, awesome. This is very dense. I think there's like a lot of drama in the. In, yeah. in the tune yeah and this is the final tune on the album and it kind of you, you hear that it's somehow is this one culminates yeah only the good Diane comes in last yeah you're right so they, I like that too when they end with a banger instead like Metallica used to do with Damage Inc yeah. for example like you, you do the epics mm-hmm. in the middle yeah and then you do the banger at the yeah, end yeah 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 true Eric what about you uh, only well, the actually, good Diane it's a, it's a it, it, uh, two things occurred to me number one that I uh, really, really need to, to practice more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an effect, right? <laughs> yeah, and also, but it's also cool because this is this is not a very typical Adrian solo. No. It feels kind of different, which which is what makes it cool. Yeah, yeah. And still with yeah. the trademark uh, when he hit, hits the higher octave, uh, oh. the trademark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The high bendy stuff, and yeah, it's there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's weird for him. He's got a couple of those solos. I mean, we could all we could probably do an episode of just uh, weird sounding Adrian solos. At least, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, sure, yeah. Five ten of them, you know, which is a bit. Uh, but uh, I picked this one because uh, yeah, I needed something from uh, to represent Seven Sun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I dig it. It's cool. We can do another one when we hit S Smith. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's like a year from now perfect, or something. Perfect, so then yeah. you'll have all the weird yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, did you, uh, was that it, or do you have some extra solo for, for the ending part of this Ah, uh, We still escapade? haven't, there's one record we haven't played oh. any solos from. And I don't know which one, and I'm not going to figure it out, so I'm going to have a blank here. <laughs> right. Oh, I know which one. You know which one. Yeah. I need, to, I need to put on my chorus for this one. All right. Because, well, uh, that, should give, that should give you a clue. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay, <laughs> now I know, but, one, but that's exciting yeah. in itself. Let's, let's try
Is that a cut somewhere in time? It is. Oh, yeah. Yes. Cool, cool one. We could awesome. also do an episode on his solos on this album alone. Yes, we could. Oh, yeah. They're so good. And, and uh, I caught somewhere in time. It's a very good motivational feeling in that solo when it hits. Because the it. song is, is um, I love it, but it's also quite a like, monotonous uh, driving song. Yeah. It's a long one, seven minutes, without any break parts, kind of. Yeah. It just kind of hits. Yeah. And uh, this solo is, I guess, the most invigorating part yeah. of the song it's like mm-hmm. if you jog to this song yeah and this solo comes you, you can just you run feel, faster yeah you run faster <laughs> oh, yeah. and you lose a lot of your fatigue yeah because it's just you're motivated by his sure by his tone yeah yeah i remember this was of course the, the first song they played on that on that first gig i saw with them in 86 wow. you know it that's, was, that's it was huge unbelievable with blade runner running before right yeah to set up the, exactly. yeah that's, I mean, that's something it's such a it's so bad that they never they didn't record that properly that that, yeah. that tour yeah it, it is. did almost every other tour you can find a decent yeah. recording of, but not mm-hmm. this one. And yeah. yeah, they should put it out again. I think Caught yeah. Summer in Time open with that. Yeah. I mean, the, some people are going to think, okay, what's this? Yeah. But the hardcore fans are going to be going to be in seventh heaven. You know? <laughs> yeah, seventh heaven. Probably sure. pass out. Yeah, probably <laughs> from this Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's let, listen to it a little bit yeah, more then. Let me try it again. Yeah. See if I can. Something like that. He's doing the whammy bar oh, without so cool. the whammy yeah, bar. Yeah, I, I forgot to <laughs> yeah. put on my whammy bar. Just pulling the pulling the br- actual bridge. Yeah. <laughs> but it's oh, a cool, cool. solo. It's yeah, a, it's a, long too. Yeah, it's pretty long. Here you can talk about also a song in a song for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as Definitely, always. Yeah. But this one is also like complete song, <laughs> five parts. Yeah, yeah. it's mm-hmm. an epic, epic song. Yeah. Yeah, Ian, he's got uh, a kind of different guitar tone. I mean, I'm not. My chorus sound is shit compared to his, but this it at least represents some of the choruses of uh, you know uh, that album, yeah. Summer in Time, which is kind of different. They brought out a solid state amp for that. Yeah, the yeah. Gallen Kruger. Gallen Kruger. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Like mm-hmm. a smaller solid state amp, and it has an inbuilt chorus. Okay. I'm not sure if they use that actual no. chorus, no. Uh, but uh, a friend of mine bought it like okay. on eBay, and it, I tried it, and it did sound uh, like yeah. Summer in Time. Really? Yeah. Awesome. Like through a, a Marshall. Um, yeah, 4x12? 4x12, or? yeah. yeah. With some greenbacks or something like yeah. that. It sounded really cool. Cool. Uh, straight out of the box, really. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Solid State, too, actually. Yeah. Like, uh, for me, I'm not a tube fetish no. guy. No, I mean... Uh, in here, we are playing with the modeler. Yeah. Works perfectly, I yeah. think. Really good for radio purpose, also. Sure. Just line it in. Yeah. So, was that it? No? Uh, I, got, I think I got one more. All right. Yeah, perfect. Good, good. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, Let's hit the bonus round. It's also a, a long one. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that one is cool. Yeah, it's, it's a great way to uh, as a final one because it's like four solos or three, I think. Three and with in, bass, in one. bass uh, yeah, breaks in between from Alexander the Great. Yeah, that we recently did an episode on. Okay, yeah, yeah. What sure. do you think about this, Eric? Yeah, it's uh, I'm, I, again, I'm just enjoying listening to it. It's just just so fun hearing the solos with it. Yeah, it's uh, um, yeah, I, I can't say enough great things about it. It just it just delightful to hear the solos played like this. Uh, i could do this all day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cool. Let me let me yeah. try it again. Sure. Yeah. That's cool. And I That's think so Dave cool. comes right in with just a long solo yeah. after that. Do, 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 do. Yeah. It's something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's always nice when they trade off. Yeah. And in either yeah. order, really. Like, sure. also, in, I think it's in, uh, is that in uh, Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner where Adrian comes in second? No, maybe it's the same there that Dave takes. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't but, remember. Yeah. But they're good at just trading it off. Yeah. And we addressed before that they often came as a pair, like yeah. best guitarist list. Yeah, and then you have sure. Adrian and Dave. Oh, sure, sure. Which is uh, awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, l- yeah. I enjoy playing uh, uh, the only guitar in a band, but I really enjoy a duo as well. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what you've been doing mostly, right? Yeah, I've yeah. Been. Usually two guitars in your bands. Yes. Um, when I was in Therian, I was the only soloist, pretty much. I mean, Christopher played a couple of solos, uh, not very many. But then now in Sorcerer, we we, tr- we play 50-50, you know. And uh, on yeah. um, we, we enjoy... I mean, now on this latest album, we did... Exactly that. We played shorter solos and made sure that both players were on the same song. You're right. And before we we sort of divided up the song, so one so mm. one song each. But oh, now okay. we, because it's so it's much more fun to. Do you rip yeah. out any uh, harmonies as well? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes I do. Yeah, because yeah. that's always nice when you get the the double harmonies sure. and then the bass player gets to really like uh, show that he can play. Sure. <laughs> like Absolutely. In, in behind there. Yeah. And I mean, in the case of Maiden, usually no rhythm guitar. No. When they do this, which no. I think is nice. It's yeah. representable live. Yeah. Now, with three guitars, they usually like to a third one too, with yeah. an octave down or something. Yeah. Usually Smith comes in like quite gentlemanly and uh, makes like an octave lower. Mm-hmm. Even though he, so he kind of gave away his original uh, yeah. like uh, bit to, mm-hmm. to Janik and he, he steps back. Okay. Brings out the Les Paul mm-hmm. and just fat, fattens it up. Okay. And he's good at that too. Sure. Uh, rhythm yeah. guitarist as well and I think yeah. when he did you listen to him in Bruce Dickinson at all? No I, I'm ashamed to say I haven't really heard uh, those uh, Dickinson albums I I, uh, I really should I don't Chemical know Wedding uh, yeah? I would recommend just okay. listen to that one at first because yeah. it's a great production and also mm-hmm. the other guitarist Roy Z huh? a Brazilian he's guy really good he's too. also really good cool uh, also like a distinct kind of tone yeah. a little bit of a faster player mm-hmm. kind of precise mm-hmm. And then you have Adrian with the yeah. Adrian sounding Adrian, and yeah. I think that could have been part of the rebirth of mm. of the original Maiden lineup, yeah. because everyone heard like, "Hey, it's it's yeah. Dickinson and it's Bruce, yeah. and it's Dickinson and Smith, yeah. and it sounds awesome." Yeah. Why aren't they doing more metal? Mm-hmm. And what is Bruce doing yeah. with doing these grunge songs? Yes. And what is Steve doing with uh, with uh, an, another lineup? Yeah. Like put them together again. 
Absolutely. Which was devised by uh, Rod Smallwood and Nico McBrain, actually. Okay. They kind of made a scheme uh-huh. involving manipulation. All right. Tell one, me more. Yeah, one calling Harris and giving a side of the story where Bruce is keen to come back. Okay. <laughs> and the other guy calling Bruce. <laughs> Harris is keen to rejoin. <laughs> None of them would, they would both have been too pri- proud okay, okay. to say this. Uh-huh. And then they kind of set them together for just a dinner, mm-hmm. like maybe a few beers. Yeah. <laughs> no decisions today, guys. No. And then, okay, come back to me. Yeah. What's going on? And then, I think it was Bruce that uh-huh. said, okay, but Smith needs to come back too. Yeah. Like he's in my band now and yeah. everyone wants him around. Yeah. And they tried with three guitars. Adrian said that this sounds like Leonard Maiden. Yeah. This could be a problem. Yeah. He wasn't down with the idea. Okay. And Harris promised Yannick, if it doesn't work out, you're still in. Okay. Which is kind of nice. You know, it's kind of makes sense. Yeah. Because there was no reason to fire him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, some may claim that, but <laughs> I don't think so. He's a good uh-huh. songwriter also. Uh-huh. And then uh, it worked out, mm-hmm. turned out to work out, and yeah. uh, now they're together again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is, it's nice for us all, right? It's very nice. Yeah, yeah, could, yeah. We have not been celebrating his first run in the band, yeah. but it's, it's just cool that it's a, another one. Sure. More great mm-hmm. solos, uh, actually. Yeah. 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 But is, is, are they working on a new album, like a studio album? Do you know? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think either there, there's, there's various rumors. One is that, it's already done, and that's been that's been rumored for quite a while. That the album's been ready to go for <clears throat> quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, you know, there's no, there's cause every time there's been an interview with either any of the band members, and they ask about it, uh, they they don't really get a no. What the answer they get is, well, you know, either they can't say anything, or yeah. that we should you know keep our eyes on IronMaiden.com because something's going to happen. And I think maybe if the Corona thing didn't happen, we probably would have had it by now. Okay, I think so too. It's probably done. And uh, mm-hmm. like now they release a live album because, yeah, it's simple as if they release an album, they want to tour on it. Sure. Because that's where all the dough is. It is. Yeah, so uh, they don't want to release it, I'm sure. No. And that's the kind of tone you get. And there was this Instagram photo by Kevin Shirley mm-hmm. where he was in Paris and you could recognize uh, the company he was in. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, yeah, I just had a nice session finished with a loud ringing in my ears. Okay. So probably it's mixed because he didn't mix the live album. Okay. And he worked with the band okay. more than likely. Yeah. So it's probably recorded in the same studio as Brave New World mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in Paris. Okay. I think Brave New World and one more album was recorded there. Mm-hmm. Of course, most of the albums we touched on today have been recorded in Bahamas. Yes. Compass yes. Point. Yeah. Where okay. they also returned for uh, Final Frontier. Oh, Apparently, it was exact same studio. Oh shit! So it was scarily similar, like same <laughs> same damages on the walls, not corrected, not yeah. fixed. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I guess it's a studio on island time, right? Yeah, I, I imagine that if 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 the pandemic didn't happen, they would have announced the new album during the tour that would have happened this past summer. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then we probably have had some stuff this coming in this fall. We we probably would have had at least a single or two by now. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, that's. Yeah, I mean, now in this moment, we don't even know if they can pull off the 2021 dates. No. We, no one no. knows. I mean, now it's a fairly serious situation, even here in Stockholm, mm. which is not that densely populated. No. So, yeah, boring topic, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Sad topic. Yeah, but it's hard, it's hard, it's hard to not sort of, I mean, you know, every, everyone knows this is going on, so it's... Yeah. yeah. But I think if they crank out that uh, vaccine that we've been hearing about, you know, for the last, yeah, last week, so maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. We're lucky, I mean, it can be some, maybe... In the fall, maybe it can be some touring happening. Let's yeah, hope so. Let's hope for, yeah. for your case too, right? Yeah, that'd yeah. be that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. So I think just to kind of brighten up the end of this, let's do the Prodigal Sun solo. Let's play us out okay, with that yeah. one. All right. 
So thanks yeah. for listening, everyone. It's been Made in A to Z. Yeah. And Christian, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Playing yeah, for you, us. Man. It's been awesome. And uh, do check out Sorcerer. New album is out. It Title? Is. Lamenting of the Innocent. Lamenting of the Innocent. Yeah, that's right. So check that out. And uh, yeah, let's listen to Prodigal Sun. Thanks for listening again. See you up the irons. Ja, det var nice alltså. Ja, roligt att vara med.